Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. What's up, man? <laughs> what up? Not much. You watch Bridgerton yet? No. Nice picture, though. Oh, you're talking about the Zoom background already? You just want to jump right in? Yeah, I don't want to talk about Bridgerton. <clears throat> you know did you, you watch? do. You know you do. Shit was weak, bro. <laughs> oh, you did watch it. I told you that, like, a, was it last episode, two episodes ago? <clears throat> I know, but no, I didn't realize. I happened to see it while my wife was watching it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sure. We're going to keep sticking with that, huh? Okay. All right. I'll keep asking. You keep living in your state of denial over there. Anyways. <laughs> you don't even dignify that with an answer. Like how we color coordinated today, huh? Yeah, I got the red sweatshirt. Yep. You got the red hat. Nice. Yeah, I got the memo. Yep. I got Russell Wilson and Pete Carroll in my Zoom background. It's going to be a day. You ready for this? They look happy. <laughs> you ready to get into it? Let's go, man. All right, let's start the show. Let's get this crowd going. Now, come on, get him up, get him up, get him up. Hawks on three. One, two, three, four. Oh. Lofa Tatupu is up in the mix. Go Hawks. I'm just about that action, boss. He takes the snap. He's going to throw down the middle. What a catch. It's intercepted by Lofa Tatupu. Holy catfish. Hey, that's great football now. It's going to work now. Let's keep playing. Who's got my back? I got your back. That's no fun. Trouble play it. Thunder. All one ready. Please. Russell looking. Go hard. Russell scrambling. Go hard. Pump faking. Go hard. Still looking. Now he spins out. We got a fly, baby. 35 40. Down the far sideline. He's still moving. He's going to go. Yes. Yes. Oh. 20. 10. They do it again. Touchdown. 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 Seahawks. It's the Seahawks podcast on the Believe Sports Network. Thank you so much for tuning in. I am lifelong Seahawk fan Brett Davern, and he is Seahawks All-Pro linebacker Lofa Tatupu. Oh, buddy, lots to discuss on this episode. I've got questions, and hopefully you've got answers. But before we get into all of it, let's talk about our sponsor, Bet Online. BetOnline.ag is your place to go for online wagering on anything from the world of sports, or they also have an online 24-7 casino where you can play all kinds of the usual casino table games and um, all kinds of stuff. Lots of things to wager on at BetOnline.ag. And when you use our promo code, Believe. B-L-E-A-V. You get all kinds of welcome bonuses. We appreciate Bet Online. We appreciate their support, and we appreciate you guys supporting them. Thank you for doing that. Also, if you ever have questions or email or uh, emails to send, what? If you ever have questions, comments, if you want to send emails, seahawkspod at gmail.com. All right, Lofa, let's jump right into it. Here's question number one for you today. Are they really going to trade him? Trade who? QB3. Russell Wilson, the face of the franchise. The rumors are swirling. The media is going crazy. Seahawks Twitter is 
uh, you know, one day they're ready to jump off a, a ledge. The next mm. day they say it'll never happen. I'm asking you, are they going to trade Russell Wilson this offseason? No. Man, I told you this when you texted me. You know, well, I get that, know, shit, but that, out. Wasn't get that shit out of here. That wasn't on Every, the show, though. Everybody wants, you know, the media, they want to talk about something. They need something to talk about. Football's over. No, he's not going anywhere, man. I mean, you, and you, you promise? That's a low foot to Tupu guarantee? Guaranteed. Wow. Guys, not. I mean, it would take, I'll just say this one thing. It would take somebody else's whole franchise to, to get Russ out of Seattle. Okay. I'm talking, we need a QB exchange. We would need a, you know, some other spots on our roster. Um, and it just, it just can't, it won't happen, man. Right. They would have to give up everything. But it might happen. But it might happen. <laughs> who? who? Who you got? I don't know, man. I mean, I don't know who, but it doesn't seem like Russell's happy and it doesn't seem like the Seahawks are happy with him. Trouble in paradise, man. No. I mean, this is this is my problem with media, you know, even because, you know, I still don't consider myself media. All right. <laughs> all right. Yeah. I'm always pro player, but I still don't consider it's, you know, I'm on a podcast. So yeah. it's on my terms. Right. I get to say what I want. I hear you. I'm not a media <laughs> member of the media either. I'm just a fan. I don't know. It's debatable. Ah, what? We'll save that for another time, partner. <laughs> my thing is when he was asked on the Dan Patrick show yeah. about the season and sacked so many times, first thing he said, which has not gotten any of the publicity that everything else has gotten, was I need to get rid of the ball faster. You know, I need to do my part. He said that point blank right away. Yeah. And then after that, he was like, yeah, you know, it would be nice to not be hit so many times. Who's who's not going to say that? I mean, any quarterback. It, but it's just they were setting him up. It was a setup. And I don't want to say he fell for it, but they didn't take – they took some of the words out of context and they conveniently left out the first, the very first thing he said. Yeah. Well, the Seahawks didn't seem too happy about it though, even though that was the first thing that he said. What do you make of that? Yeah. I mean, because I, well, I don't know in terms of how I felt if I'm like in that front office, you know, John, Pete, all them, I'm like, okay, the first thing he said, I'm going right back to it because I'm, look, I'm looking at the whole thing in its entirety. I'm not yeah. looking at just a fucking clip where it said, oh, I get hit too many times. Yeah, no shit. I mean, the numbers are the numbers. 394, that's a lot. Right. But that's not just the offensive line. And Russ addressed that. He yeah. said, I can get rid of the ball. So I'm not – I think it's just a lot – it's overblown. You yeah. Know, well, yeah. okay, but what if I throw on a couple of uh, toppings onto this Sunday a little bit? Because, you know, in recent interviews as well, I don't know if it was the Dan Patrick one or, or one of the other recent ones recently, <laughs> I'll say recently again, um, Russell kind of alluded to or gave his opinion that he thinks quarterbacks should have more to do with player personnel decisions, with hiring and firing of coaches decisions, things like that. I mean, he clearly wants a little bit more power. He was involved in the search for the new offensive coordinator. Do you think perhaps a little bit Russell's that whole thing might be wearing a little bit thin at the front office of the Seahawks and they're kind of it's kind of rubbing them the wrong way? things he's saying in multiple interviews and in multiple areas, not just the, he gets hit too much thing. Yeah, no, I could see that. Okay. And, and, you know, my answer to that would be like, you know what? All right. We're going to give you whoever you want, you know, personnel, 
you know, all that, if it doesn't work out, if you don't get us <laughs> right. to the, at least the title game, go ahead and give us back half the salary. Yeah. Well, do you, <laughs> That's do you what I, would say. I mean, but do you agree with Russell? Like, do you think that quarterbacks should be helping personnel decisions? I mean, Russell might be a quarterback who could help with that, but I don't think every quarterback in the NFL pays as much attention as Russell does or is, you know, I mean, look, that's why look, there's a general this, manager. No, the exact. That, okay. You just said it. Exactly. John is where John is because of his history of putting together championship teams, whether it was green Bay here, uh-huh. like there's a reason John is in that job. Yeah. And I'm just saying, I know Russ is one of the all time greats. Well, guess what? Michael Jordan's one of the all time greats. John Elway is one of the all time greats. Neither of them seem like they could find anybody to play the sport that they were dominant at when so, they became general managers. You mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, look, look, John got Peyton Manning. That's who saved him right. because just like his leadership, just like what Tom did with Tampa, the leadership, there was a great team around him, but the leadership and everything that they brought to the, you know, organization is what catapulted them into a couple Super Bowls and one win. Mm-hmm. Um, but that does just because you're a great player doesn't mean you know what pieces need to be put around you to be successful. Yeah. Um, so that's, I mean, that's all I'll say about that. Why do things sort of go weird sometimes with superstar players and Pete Carroll? <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> you know what I mean. Richard Sherman, Earl Thomas, Marshawn Lynch to some extent towards the end a little bit. I mean, I don't know if this is the end for Russell Wilson and the Seahawks, but things seem to be getting a little bit weird. And I, this just seems to happen from time to time. And Pete Carroll is the one mainstay at the kind of the top of it, him and John. I mean, why does stuff go like this with him sometimes? I don't know. I mean, maybe it's maybe it's because everybody's allowed to be themselves and is mm-hmm. allowed to voice their opinion, mm-hmm. which there's nothing wrong with that. But then when it comes to, you know, I mean, Russell's, got to be like what one quarter of the, the salary cap sure so i mean you know when you're getting paid that kind of money i mean you're, you're gonna feel like hey i have a say yeah you but know? but does he but does he and should he um i think he does i don't think he should okay and i think maybe that's part of the frustration if we're if we're seeing anything again i think it's getting overblown by the media um you know just like they didn't take my man's first few words out of his mouth and put it on that, on those, you know, quotes yeah. on those bulletin boards, yeah. you know, right. that's, that's the stuff that makes me furious as someone who, you know, sat in the locker room and gave quotes and it's like, okay, well, no, that's fucking not even close to what I said. Yeah. But of course the world, they think that's what I said now, but there, I, you know, there does seem to be some tension building though, I think at least from the outside looking in and, and, and that, you know, whether the media is responsible for it or not, they're certainly helping propel it and it can't be super healthy within that building. And, you know, the frustrations are mounting from the fans and from the players. Clearly, like, you know, you go to two Super Bowls, you know, right back to back or, 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 uh, you know, right early in his career, second and third year, you go right to the Super Bowl. And now we can't even get past the divisional round. The frustrations are mounting with the fans and with the players. And I don't know where we're headed with this. It, it, it's, it's, uh, it seems like it might get a little messy. 
Look, it's hard to win a goddamn Super Bowl. Man. I know. Trust me. I know. I know. But <laughs> when when you're when when the quarterback is making thirty five million dollars and you can't even get past the divisional round, and then he's spouting off about his offensive line and how he should be making decisions and all kinds of stuff like that, and it's like, well. <laughs> Buddy, you could throw the ball a little bit. I mean, maybe they are kind of looking around going, hey, maybe we could bring in someone else who's less salary cap, be able to do kind of what the formula we did that got us a championship, which is spending less money on that position, spending more money in other positions, and rounding out the team a little bit more. Because I think fans are going to start to turn on Russell if this kind of stuff keeps up. Nah. Okay. All right. We'll see. Would you, think you so? Would you trade him? I'm trying to think of who out there could get us over the hump. You know, not just because I'm not just giving up a Russell for another quarterback and a first rounder. Mm-hmm. No, I mean, this guy's going to play another 10 years. Yeah. If he, if Russ said he's going to play 10 years, he's going to play another 10 years. And that's what he stated a couple of times. He wants to play well into his, his early mid forties. Yeah. You know? But that might be 10 years of not getting past the divisional round for some other team. You know, because Deshaun Watson's probably going to play for another 10 years, too. I'm asking you right now, like straight up, Deshaun Watson for Russell Wilson, forget the contracts. Would you make that trade? Straight up? Mm, I don't know. That is a tough one. What do you got? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, man. I really don't. Really I don't intriguing. know. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I think, we, look, there's so much we don't know that goes on behind those closed doors, but... If he is starting to rustle, rustle. <laughs> whoops! If he is starting to ruffle some of those feathers like that within the building, I mean, I don't know. You might start to look elsewhere, and 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 I, I look. The winning formula for the Seahawks and the winning formula for a lot of these teams is to, uh, you know, spread the wealth around and 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 be able to bring on other players and not just have so much of the cap going to that one player. And that's what we did when we won the championships, and that's what a lot of these championship teams do. And it. I don't know. It's just hard to do when you have one person commanding so much money, and he's just going to command more and more and more as it goes on. So it's not as if I think you trade him right now for another quarterback and instantly you win a Super Bowl, but maybe you cut him loose right now because you want to kind of restructure a little bit and and move forward in the next few years, you know, build for the long term again. I, I would have taken Deshaun and J.J. Watt. Yeah, I'm not going. I'm not going head up with Russ and Deshaun. Deshaun, you know, still has a lot of great football ahead of him. Mm-hmm. Russell Wilson has a Super Bowl title. Yeah. And don't ever forget that. And, uh, and you know, Deshaun had another very formidable, um, you know, leader down there in J.J. Watt. Yeah. Who, you know, no one works harder than no one, you know. So it wasn't like you didn't have some help down there in getting the guys going. And, you know, it just didn't work out for whatever reason. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, if, if I'm if that's what I'm saying, it's going to be a blockbuster deal. But unfortunately, now JJ's released. Well, hopefully, he comes up here. Um, but it would have taken it would have taken Deshaun plus. Yeah, yeah, I hear you. For me, for I hear me. you. I agree. It's just an interesting story to watch. I think the cracks are maybe starting to form, and we just have to pay attention to it for the next few years. We'll see. I mean, winning solves everything. They get into the playoffs this next year, next season, they go to the NFC Championship game or, you know, back to a Super Bowl or something like that. Probably cures a lot of these problems. But if they go to the playoffs this coming season and lose before, you know, they go out before the divisional round or in the divisional round again, next season's offseason will be even hotter, I think. 
for everybody's seat around there. Hey, speaking of trades and wheeling and dealing and stuff, we got a new sponsor, my man. No way. Yeah, dude. You've, you've heard of this one, too. eBay. Well, let me give you a brief moment to talk about our newest sponsor, eBay. As the original sneaker marketplace, eBay is the place to go to to cop a pair that you've been eyeing. I know you're a sneaker guy. I'm kind of a sneaker guy. You ever bought any on eBay? No, I have not. Oh, well, if you want to go to eBay, you should do that because there are sponsors. That's where you get your kicks. Yeah, get some kicks, man. Uh, eBay does this really cool thing. Um, They guarantee the authenticity of the sneakers. They're they're meticulously inspected by people who are in the know. And so you know that when you're buying sneakers, you're buying actually authentic sneakers. Uh, they've also eliminated selling fees if you're looking to sell your sneakers on any sneakers over $100, making it free to sell and flip your collection. Go to ebay.com uh, slash sneakers today for the world's destination on sneakers and selling things and all that kind of stuff. ebay.com slash sneakers to check them out do they have the velcro sneakers from walmart oh they got all kinds of sneakers man do you know which ones i'm talking about no i have no idea what you're talking about they're like nine bucks well no used to love used to love those shoes those were your jam velcro my hell yeah really but then i don't know walmart like did away with the the regular ones it only went to like double wide Mm. i don't want that Mm-mm. No, it, it just looked weird. Yeah. But when they were regular, they looked great. <laughs> Why are we talking about Velcro shoes? Jump on eBay, buy yourself a pair of Jordans like everybody else. All right. I mean, I'll get that too. But eBay.com Velcro joints slash sneakers is where you go, everybody. Um, hey, let's talk about the offensive line there for, for a bit, because part of that interview with Dan Patrick was obviously focused on the offensive line and how much Russell gets hit. And as you said, Russell mentioned that he needs to get rid of the ball earlier and my whole thing is that it's not really the offensive line's fault. I think a lot of the problem is Russell Wilson's fault. I'm glad he sort of admitted it. Um, and I wish that would have been a bigger part of the narrative coming out of that interview. But in my opinion, he can throw the ball faster, sooner, more often, get it out of his hands, and 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 stop taking these bad sacks in these situations. I mean, how do you view that? Is it the offensive line's fault or is it Russell's fault? It's everyone's fault. Yeah, I mean, that's that's not that's not a cop out. There's there's times where protection is broken down, but there's also times where you got to get rid of the ball. Yeah. So it's you know where is I'm not saying it, it really from what I watched it was damn near fifty fifty. You <laughs> like, really really you think so? I think it was that you know close yeah. in terms of you know protection breaking down and and Russ not getting rid of the ball. That's um, not the perception though. It's not, but. Is what it is. Go ahead. What's your thoughts then? No, I don't know. I'm I'm just saying that I think for whatever reason, the the types of sacks that he takes, and we talked about it during the season, the types of taxity sacks that he takes look uglier than most of the other sacks you see because he's running around trying to make something happen and then he gets caught and sacked, you know, twelve yards behind the line of scrimmage. So they're bad, bad sacks. And I think that's what leads to all this frustration from the fans and it must be trickling down to the front office. And 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 when fans hear Russell complaining about the O line, I think a lot of people look at the tape and go, Hey man, instead of running around for 10 yards back there, just realize you've got nothing throw it over somebody's head and and we got second and four rather than second and 16. No, you're absolutely right. And I mean, 
um, it's it's not just taking the sack. It's how it's happening, yeah. you know, um, retreating backwards for 10, 12 yards. Now, no one's complaining about it when Russell throws a fucking 60-yard touchdown. So, you I know, know. I know. I know. take the good with the bad. Okay, but it, all right. Be honest with me now and be honest with our listeners. Even the miracle throws that Russell is able to complete, you know, the one in the back corner of the end zone to Tyler Lockett when they're wearing the neon uniforms comes to mind. Countless other, you know, uh, uh, Minnesota on the frozen field when he completes one to Doug Baldwin, he makes that amazing one-handed catch. There's so many throws, miracle plays. We, we can all recall them in our head. But I think even those sometimes have a feeling of like, well, we got lucky there. And so it I doesn't mean, create this like con- the same confidence that Tom Brady fans have. That's all I'm saying. That like it feels like sometimes even when they do that, you go, "Wow, that's the most amazing he- highlight ever!" Oh, it's gonna be played on NFL Network for the rest of time or whatever. But you 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 know you wipe your brow and you go like, "I'm just oh man, that was so lucky," because he almost took a sack. And so that's why then when he does take the sacks, it's like, see. He got sacked on that one. He didn't make a miracle. I mean, he's just damned if he does, damned if he doesn't with uh, public perception sometimes. And he's got lucky a whole hell of a lot. I know. Then. I'll say that. I know. I know. You know? I know. Nine years, ten years of luck. There's just something about his <laughs> style of play that lends itself to be a bit frustrating when you're a fan. And so it's easy to come down on I, him when it doesn't I can go see well. that. I can see that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's like, um, like Steph Curry, you know, like when he's bombing it from half court and making it, it's all good. If he does that and misses a bunch of times in a row, don't shoot that anymore, you know? <laughs> no, I can see the the frustration part. And, um, you know, in terms of watching him and being like, you know, even just the fourth quarter comebacks, it's like, man, why don't we do that all game? Right, I know. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And I know it's the other guys are professionals. They get paid, too, to stop guys like Russ, you know, guys that can change games. Yeah. But, you know – that's part I think the frustration is okay, yeah, great play, but you'd rather have the consistency yeah. over the incredible, you know, two or three plays that win the game. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. And also, you know, he he's just one person who plays a sport where you need at least twenty two of you guys to to do well, you know, and he's just one of of that twenty two, you know, eleven on offense, eleven on defense, and and they need more than just him, and he, when he takes up such a big salary cap number, it's just hard to get the big free agents and all of that. So I think that lends itself to uh, the reason all these stories are flying around. But anyway, let's zone in on something, shall we? The reason we do that is because Zone In CBD is our man Lofa's company. If you're into CBD, want to get into CBD, if you've been hearing about CBD and wanting to try CBD, the only CBD to try is Zone In CBD. Go to zoneincbd.com or you can find it at any Bartell drug stores. You'll see a picture of Lofa there. It's his it's his stuff. I take it every day. Producer Katie takes it every day. I know Lofa takes it every day. My mom's now taking it. It's good stuff. CBD for the masses, I say. But let's zone in on a bit more of the offensive line because I want to ask you what would have been going through your mind watching that Dan Patrick interview if you were one of Russell's offensive linemen. You know, I don't know their relationship. I really don't. Yeah, I know, but what if you were one of them? What would Lofa be thinking? What if you played left guard? I'm trying to think of a scenario where it – 
really would play out for me as a middle linebacker. But um, yeah, I'm, I can't imagine that they would be super excited about hearing it. Um, you know, and maybe where the frustration is coming from, maybe there is, you know, an, an analytics and a numbers thing showing what you're saying. Russ has to get rid of the ball mm-hmm. or what I'm saying. It's a little closer to everybody's fault for what's going on in terms of the pass rush against us and the sacks. Mm-hmm. So, but um, you know, that's, that's your quarterback. And as your quarterback, as the leader of your team, you know, you, you would hope that those kind of statements wouldn't get made. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I can't imagine any of those guys are excited about, you know, what's, what's happened, especially when the media twists the words <laughs> and leaves out. Yeah. I can get rid of the ball a little faster. First thing he said and see, well, I think he get rid of it a lot faster. <laughs> I'm just saying he at least did put himself out there. It wasn't like he just threw his guys. Yeah. Oh man, they can't protect for shit. That's what it's coming down to sound like. Right. And right, that's right. what happens when people take your words, omit some, throw in the ones they want. A couple exclamation points like he said it loud. He didn't say that shit loud. He was just like, I can get rid of the ball. I don't like getting hit as much as I am. Yeah, I hear you. Do you think Russell might uh, suffer from a bit of this of a similar thing that Tim Tebow kind of suffered from in terms of the media and fan perception, which is when there's when there's such good dudes seemingly, you know, squeaky clean kind of image rock solid that fans and some people in the media are looking for them to fail or, or kind of almost rooting for them to fail a little bit, wanting to see a little bit of like Im- imperfectness or something like that. And um, so maybe, you know, he's treated unfairly in, in these kinds of ways sometimes. Yeah. I don't think it's just Russ or Tebow. I think that's everybody that has success. It's yeah, like, ah, oh, look, he's not perfect. True. Oh, look, you, you know, like that's just it's human natural. nature. Unfortunately. Right. Yeah. It's like, oh man, that guy's got everything. I want to see him fall. Yeah. And it's just like, for what, man? Like, you know, and we're talking about two of the greatest guys off the field, which is, you know. Right. If, if you got a problem with Russ and, and Tebow, you really, let's say you might want to do some soul searching. Yeah. And, uh, well, I think it's a problem that people aren't aware of. You know, it's like it's player hating, basically. It's just. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I know. hear you. I know what you're saying. People like but to I mean, just go after the people who are seemingly perfect because, yeah. you know. Nobody can be that perfect, can they? You know, that's the that's the thing. Yeah. But um, you know, it's um I don't know, as as like you're saying, as a lineman, if I'm watching that and I'm hearing it the way you know Russ said it and not reading it, because you're you're gonna read any, you know, you're gonna read any text or or quote in whatever mood you're in. That's just the reality of it. Um and the fact that you get the video and you get to hear how he went through it. It wasn't, it was all encompassing blame. It wasn't just like shit, man, they need to, they need to tighten up, man. I I'm, I'm good. I'm Russell Wilson. It wasn't anything like that. And uh, so I wouldn't have been offended, you know? Um, and again, that also, I said, I don't know their relationship, you know, as, as quarterback O-line. Um, hopefully it's one that is tight and they, they're not listening to that noise. No. It's just noise. Speaking of noise, you got any other noise you want to make on this episode before we wrap it up? What do you got? Um, no, nothing I can think of. All right. Well, that's a wrap for us then on this week's episode of the Seahawks podcast. Oh, wait. Oh, yeah. oh no. All right. Yeah. Stop the theme song. Stop the, yeah. stop yeah, the outro. Turn that noise off. <laughs>
What do you got? Uh, new product coming out for oh. Zone In CBD. Yes. We'll send you and Katie some. All right. It's um, Energy Plus uh, Immune Boost, which oh, everyone can use that. right now, packed yeah. with vitamin C. Um, just a proprietary blend that helps you zone in and be your best. Um, so it's really between, it's like a hybrid between a not as crazy as a pre-workout and a little stronger than just an energy shot or drink. Okay. Um, only 150 milligrams of caffeine. So you're not going to be like no jitters, right. no crash. Okay. Nice. And so how I've been explaining it to people when I take this stuff, when I go into a meeting or a podcast, uh, a Seahawks podcast, <laughs> I feel like Bradley Cooper and Limitless. Oh, wow. And then when I go to the gym after Seahawks podcast, um, <laughs> I feel like Ronnie Coleman going for another Mr. Olympia. Oh, my God. Really? Yep. So what are you calling? Wait, baby. I mean, what are you calling this then? So it's, it's Zone in CBD, but then what's it's, the... Yeah, it's Zone in CBD Energy Plus. All right. Energy Plus. I like it. I'm excited to get some in the mail. <laughs> Haven't even worked out yet. Love is flexing on the Zoom. Yeah. I, I'll take some and then I'll do that, okay? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm telling you, you're going to love it. You guys are going to love it. All right. Sounds good, man. All right. Now I'm going to wrap up the show. That's a wrap for this this episode, everybody. Thanks for tuning in and listening. We're going to keep this thing going all the way through the off season. We'll have guests from time to time, or you can tune in and hear Lofa and I cover all of the Seahawks news, obviously, and also talk Bridgerton from time to time. So come on back for that. He's shaking his head. <laughs> I just mean anything else random that comes up until football season is is once again in full swing. But there's plenty to cover because uh, our team makes news all of the time. So thanks for joining us and thanks for sticking with us. Seahawkspod uh, at gmail.com is the email. If you will ever have questions, comments, or want to add anything to the show, go do it over there. Lofa, break us down for this episode. You sure you don't want to? I feel like you have some things you still want to say. You let me do it. I'm going to break it down to some Bridgerton characters or something like that. <laughs> so you have been watching that show. No, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. Okay. Um, I don't know, man. This, this was a lot about our boy, Russ. I know. You want to, you want to, you want to talk about how and you- Russ, we trust on three. Wait, wait, do it clean. Okay. I said, this is a lot about our boy, Russ, and I'm not ready to give up on him just like you are. I'm not. What? So we're going in, Russ, we I trust on three. I just have questions, three. that's all. Yeah, sure. In, Russ, we trust on three. One, two, three. In, in Russ, Russ, we, we trust. trust. Maybe. Oh, <laughs> you better cut that. You better edit that one out. <laughs> For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. 
Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.